this week from GNC Week in Review, powered by GeekNewsCentral.com. Apple fined $12 million by Italy. Amazon, excuse me, Amazon is having a record-breaking sales season and PC PC sales are growing. Those are some of the tech news stories from this week. That's Friday, December 4th, 2020. My name is Kirk Corliss along with... And I'm Scott Ertz. And this episode 77 of the GNC Week in Review podcast, part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. We are streaming live at gncweekly.com slash well slash live, as well as Facebook Live. So please be sure to say hello in chat or comment. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to the GNC WIR channel on YouTube. If you miss a live video, that's okay. You can always catch the replay later. If you are a listener, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you can find on the right-hand side column at gncweekly.com, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. If you have a comment on social media or email, and those links can be found at gncweekly.com forward slash connect so it's been about two weeks um two weeks before we had a break um a lot of things going on scott had roboticon going on which was long and tedious i imagine (laughs) over 40 hours we did yeah oh Oh, my goodness i think it came out to just shy of 44 and how many years been doing it oh um the the regular event uh this would have been uh year eight Um, But for the virtual event, this was the first, obviously. Normally, Mm -hmm. it's a very in-person thing. It takes place over two days, and I have a day of setup. So it's very, I mean, it's very different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's only about 24 hours of active work uh, across three days. Mm -hmm. Uh, But (laughs) this was, I mean, this was 44 across two weeks. So it was a little bit more Mm -hmm. spread out, but that didn't make it better. (laughs) right uh having it having it all happen kind of in one big burst is exhausting Mm. but in a totally different way (laughs) but i can imagine that's it was a great event um good we learned a lot um some of what we learned we will be bringing uh to the tpn uh ces 2021 coverage okay um because i learned a lot of stuff that will make that better um, and so uh, we will do, I, th- I think the decision at this point is that we will do basically our normal show just remote. Um, okay. And we'll, we'll use StreamYard to pull it off because boy, is that a great it is. platform. It is. Because it doesn't rely on my internet connection. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to lie. The internet went out a couple of times during the thing and mm-hmm. nobody my internet did and nobody knew because the show just kept going on because StreamYard kept it going so right <laughs> right uh, StreamYard has been really good um because i used i'm we're using StreamYard for our podcast um mm-hmm. and, and abram, uh, abram uses it for both the podcast and the tom's hardware show um mm-hmm. it's it's become real popular and for for good reason i mean there's there are some things i would like um I would like to be able to put audio from one of the channels in without adding video, but uh, <laughs> you know, right. little things like that. Um, Cause you know, you and Michelle in particular like to talk from off camera yes. during the show. 
And yes. you can't do that here. You have to be on camera. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, there's whole things. But, yeah, you know, I was hoping to. Okay. Yeah, and I was hoping to also do, well, we'll talk about that later. But also, yeah, StreamYard is really good to do web, to do podcasts. And a lot of other companies charge like an extremely amount of money to, to stream. And mm-hmm. and it's a real it's a real pain to butt. So, yeah. Um, but also last week was the holiday, Thanksgiving holiday, yeah. Black Friday. So we took uh, we took the week off for that. So we kind of did too. We didn't do I our saw, show until Wednesday. I, I saw, I saw, and I also saw, and if you guys, um, the uh, which we'll talk about at the bottom of the show, the bottom of the show, the closing um, is um, plug it's live, uh, plug it's live.com uh, or pl- excuse me, F5 refreshing technology. And uh, when they were talking about, um, we were speaking of, um, <laughs> we were talking about this and joking earlier before we came on about me getting uh, with our, our experience and, and uh, <laughs> at CES last year and uh, my little mishap, um, for those who don't know or didn't catch the, the coverage, um, I was at the Sony booth at the Las Vegas Convention Center and I was shooting photos and video for the for the blog live blog and and um, so I went over to the Sony booth and they had this um, this concept car and it's the booth was dimly Sony's booth and if you ever been to Las Vegas or the convention center their booths are huge Sony booths was was no was no was bigger and it was just incredible to see yeah. so they had a concept car. And it was on a stage, and there was tons of press and uh, and analysts and buyers and what have you. So I was taking pictures of the concept car, gorgeous car. So I was taking pictures of the front of the car on the side, and I went towards the back of the back of the car, and there's like raised steps. So I went to step up, or I step up, stepped up to take a couple pictures. I turned to my left, and there's like the stage, like three little steps. So I took one step. Two step by the second step, down goes Frazier. <laughs> Camera equipment, body went straight to the floor. For the floor, yeah. I slammed my my shin from my shin to my ankle, and uh, and I via uh, Slack I let everybody know Todd and the rest of the TPM people what happened. Um, Todd's reaction on air was, <gasps> "That's exactly what his reaction was on air." <laughs> you know you know what's really interesting i edited all the interviews Mm -hmm. i didn't see that yeah yeah it was on the uh, if you catch the it's the thursday the thursday show although i guess Um, in fairness i did go through 40 hours worth of of right yes live stream so yeah so i caught the when i caught it his his first react he saw he looked at his phone saw my message he was reading it Halfway through, and and um, uh, Michelle giggled, and because Michelle was exact, Michelle um, Michelle um, is the EP for um, for Plugins Live, so she she was TD and she giggled, and and he looked down and she asked where I was at, where this happened, and he said, and Todd said Sony, and then um, he was talking about something what he saw, he was talking about what he saw. And, um, and then he got my next message that I was at the, uh, in the ER or not the ER, they have a little clinic the there, the, the medic, right. And he see, read, was reading what I said. And I told him, I said that I'm bandaged up from my, from my knee to my ankle. And 
So, and Michelle said on air, Danielle, should Danielle come over there? And he said, no, I'm fine. I'm going back to my hotel. So, so, um, so I missed uh, the uh, missed Thursday evening. We we're supposed to go out to dinner to Hell's Kitchen, yeah, which I was bummed about. It's okay, um, we'll do it again. I know, I know. We I always know. go and somewhere. Owed, we always go somewhere exciting. And I told Scott, I said I owed him a, I owed him a drink. Um, you know, owed him a drink. You know, because uh, thank him for me for helping out and everything. So Friday morning, um, so Friday morning, I was at my hotel. Went to get breakfast. Um, and, uh, we, and after everything was done, I went to, uh, meet up with everybody with the, uh, the restaurant and Dave, one of the, uh, people from TPN on plug it live said, called me hop along. <laughs> I had forgotten so, about that, but that absolutely yeah. sounds like something Dave would say. <laughs> right. So it was like, oh. so the whole, the whole weekend or that week, or uh, it was just that, that weekend, everybody was was bust my chops, which is all, I know it's all in good fun. And I, yes, and I was, absolutely. you know, and I had, and if and it had been fine. anything serious, obviously the, the response would have been very different. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So I was, I was fine. I was, I'm, I was hurting for about a good few weeks. Every once in a while, my knee still, my shin still hurts a little bit, but the Yikes. bruise, but the bruise, oh, it was more, it was every oh. shade of, of red, purple, blue, yeah. Every like every purplish color you can think of, uh, but in the, any event, I had it was a, it was a blast. I had, I had a lot of we had a lot of fun. It was a great time, and it's hopefully with CES twenty twenty one, um, it'll be interesting because it's going to be all virtual. Yep. But we'll still have we'll still have coverage. But absolutely, we'll make it work. Yep. Um, you know that like I was saying, Roboticon taught us a lot about how to make uh, virtual content engaging. I have been joining in on myself and uh, Terry, who is part of our off-screen team. Uh, she's not usually on location, but she'll actually get to participate <laughs> more actively this time since it'll all be virtual. Uh, mm -hmm. We've been trying to attend as many virtual events as we can to learn uh, what doesn't make for engaging content mm -hmm. so that we don't fall into the same uh, problems right that, uh, that we've seen in other events so mm -hmm. we're hoping it's going to be uh, a great event yep. um so yeah uh registration for virtual just opened so uh yep. the flood my email. <laughs> floodgates of emails will be starting soon yep woohoo <laughs> get right get ready because when we get i saw the registration for press and i got i'm gonna have to do it uh in a couple of days but yes when for those who don't know about ces um basically when press goes out to the cover, companies from one end of the spectrum to the other, yeah, from one end of the spectrum to the other, you'll get, we'll get our team, TPN, Todd, myself, Scott, everybody gets in, 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 do way to Inundated. There you go. Thank I you. I got your back. <laughs> Thank you. Gets, we get tons of emails literally from now until, well, usually it starts around like late fall. Yeah. For some reason, it's in ribs and drabs. In fairness, I received my first CES 2020 email uh, about 45 minutes after the closing of CES 2020, but mm -hmm. that's that's an exception. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, I yeah. So the emails we get, and we have to, especially when we do when we have our live shows, um, we have to we you know invite people to come to our booth and mm -hmm. for interviews and things of that nature. So this one is going to be a little interesting. So. But yeah, we will, for sure. But we'll keep everybody posted on the dates and and the the coverage, and we'll yep. have obviously we'll have a wrap up um, 
here um, on that week, um, on that Friday, or if um, we need to take some time off to decompress. <laughs> yeah, keep, keep in mind that it is Monday through Thursday this year, not Tuesday through Friday, which is right. weird, but right. uh, it does mean that we won't be on the air all day Friday. So we could potentially do a wrap up on Friday. Okay. Unless our eyes are crossing. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Which usually we take time off. So hopefully we'll see what we'll see what happens on that. All right. So enough of that. We're going to jump in the news <laughs> this week. Um, yeah, the first up, which is astounding, um, Italy has fined Apple 10 million euros, about 12 million dollars over, quote, aggressive and misleading business practices surrounding the iPhone's water resistance. Uh, this is coming from the country's National Competition Authority. In a statement published on Monday, do you think I mispronounced inundated wrong? Watch this. <laughs> the auditor... If, I, if there's any Italian listeners listening, or <laughs> I apologize. I was going to say, in warning, it is in Italian. So here right. we go. <laughs> right. The Autorita Garante Delia Cona Con, con Cornenza El De Mercato. I'm not pronouncing this again. So again, if there's any times listening, I apologize or watching them. I apologize. Um, we, we will refer to them as the AGCM. How's that there, sound? There you go. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> it says that Apple has marketed several of its iPhones as were resistant for years, but has failed to clarify that it only applied under circum that only applied under certain circumstances. The AGCM <laughs> says that some iPhone models did not prove to be water resistant for 30 minutes at a depth of up to four meters or 13 feet, depending on the model, as Apple has advertised. Those claims, it said, only were held up in lab-controlled tests with pure water as opposed to real-world conditions. Mm-hmm. Apple claims they've, uh, they've, they've got they've gotten these uh, these tests and these hits uh, globally mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. All the all the test sites that ever tested these, especially the early ones, all said, "Well." We put it in in the sink, which is eight inches of water for 15 minutes, and it was over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and they they, they claim to spend the claim spans several generations, including iPhone 8 and iPhone lines, according to HGCM. The Italian regulator also labeled uh, Apple's practice of not covering where damage of phones under warranty as, quote, aggressive. Apple cannot immediately be reached to comment, but the company has long advised against swimming and bathing with iPhones and its fine print and support pages. Can you say, duh? The the thing who is, would, who would take an iPhone to, with their bath in them or with their bath or in their bath? If if you're told that it's water resistant, fully underwater for up to thirty minutes, you know. Okay. If if, if you start to advertise it that way, because I'll tell you. I have speakers that I have tested. Um, we've had them on the show for CES for a number of years, Alltech Lansing. Um, you know, I've I've got speakers that we've reviewed from them that are the same rules, uh, uh, four meters, 30 minutes, uh, and they are advertised to be used in the pool. So, okay. Okay. so you know, if you... Fair enough. If, Fair enough. That's the reason why there's the the ip ratings right right because that is that's a contained measurement right and so when you see ip or ipx ratings uh you know what it means 
So my recommendation is if you don't see IP or IPX ratings, you don't know what it means. Right. Don't trust it because right. it means that it's it's in-house tested. It's not it's not done by you know a standards authority. There's no right. there's no external proof that it actually does anything. Mm-hmm. So that I I always wait for external uh verification on something like this, but not everybody does. They hear right. four meters 30 minutes. They're like, all right, so I can sit in the bathtub with my phone and I can text and I can Facebook and I can whatever. Right. But that doesn't work because you know soap screws it up and there's all these other right. things. Right. Uh, and and like the like the Italian government says uh it's the early ones in particular, the eight and the nine, mm-hmm. only worked with distilled water. Well Right. Who cares? Who mm-hmm. is nobody's using distilled water for anything except for their uh, CPAP machine. Exactly. So exactly. What, so what does that rating mean? Nothing. Exactly. And that's why IP and IPX exist. Right. <laughs> but I mean, I can see why, because I'm very careful by phone. And I'm oh, sure yeah. there's a lot of people that are out there that I like, love to hear. You know, everyone's thoughts at Gene. We would love to hear everyone's thoughts at gncweekly.com slash connect. I'm just like... I'm very, we're all careful, you know, and I, we all know about the IP ratings and they, they give the specs, what have you. And occasionally I would take my phone and I would set it down if I'm getting something to drink or watching something, but I'm not, but that's, that's normal, Mm -hmm. but I don't see myself. I'm sorry. I would not see myself in a tub (laughs) with my lanky body, (laughs) relaxing in a bubble bath and looking at my phone and just doing all that. I am with you on a to- for, for you know basically the same reasoning. Yeah. It's it's more that even IP and IPX I don't entirely trust them. Right. Uh, yep. I mean, I mostly do. It depends on the company, you know, mm-hmm. a company like like Alltech Lansing or Monster or somebody like that who who, you know, is marketing it for water purposes. Exactly. That's have something done different. very different testing than mm-hmm. Apple who's saying it should work. <laughs> right. Hence the pause there. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the you can tell, and like mm. like the Italian government says here, mm. you can tell how much they trust their own statement by the fact that they don't warrant against a failure of their own statement. Because wow. the iPhone warranties didn't cover water. The monster back float does mm-hmm. the Alltech Lansing, whatever blue speaker it is that they blew up with a hand grenade um, does that doesn't warrant against the hand grenade, but it, <laughs> which, but which, there's, there's continued to work after a hand grenade, which I'm fascinated by, but which this kind of like, this kind of like is, I don't know. I'm not really like, it's not really warranted for Italy to find that much amount of money when it clearly tells Apple, Apple tells its owners that use an iPhone or any product. Of course, let me actually, let me say it back to the topic. No one really reads the, reads the manual or the warnings. There you go. So I, I'm kind of like, it's kind of torn because they have, they're finding millions of dollars for something that's quote unquote, allegedly, allegedly misleading customers, but also in the same token, Apple's covenant, but saying, okay, <laughs> be careful with so water. So, so here's the thing. It um this 
this organization within the Italian government is essentially the equivalent of our um, marketing. Oh, I can't remember the name of the, the organization here. Um, but essentially, um, this is false advertising. That's mm-hmm. that's all this is. It, it amounts to the right. same as false advertising. And I think I said this on the last episode. Mm. If Pepsi can be forced to to pay somebody the value of a stealth bomber because of a joke in an ad mm-hmm. then then i mean talking about it in tv ads talking about it being water resistant 30 minutes four meters mm-hmm. and then it not being and them not backing up their own statement you know the warranty saying something different than the ads say right. i think that's false advertising i think they're right, right. it's okay. a lot of money and it is. I, but I agree, it's way less than a stealth bomber. Uh, right, right. <laughs> um, but this wasn't this wasn't even a joke. This was them saying it seriously. The joke oh, was the joke was people saying that that the iOS eleven was that it iOS eleven iOS, upgrade uh, made okay. your iPhone water resistant and people putting it in water. Oh, that's a joke. That's funny and. <laughs> And then that right. that the iOS 12 update added uh, added the ability to charge your phone in a microwave and people following it. Mm-hmm. That's and that's the reason why something like this is important, right? Right. Because those weren't even official sources; those were 4chan jokes, and people still put their old phones in water and tried to charge them by turning on their microwave. I know. Isn't that ridiculous? That's how how could a software update add uh, water resistance to your phone? Mm-hmm. It couldn't. Obviously, right. it couldn't. And yet, people mm-hmm. believed it. If you if you talk to anybody who worked at an Apple store after iOS 11 came out, mm-hmm. they will tell you that people were coming in with wet phones. <laughs> wow! Because they they read they saw some graphic online that said ios 11 if you upgrade to ios 11 it makes your phone waterproof and they tested it and it didn't work of course it didn't work and same thing with the microwave uh charging on ios 12 and so so if people believe things that are obviously stupid from a source that's nothing then apple saying that it's water resistant 30 minutes 30 minutes four meters Mm -hmm. people are going to believe it yeah because they believed way dumber stuff than that. So that is true. <laughs> so that is true. You're right. So, You're you absolutely know, right about that. Trying You're to maintain right the integrity of what the companies say in public, I think, is one of one of the legitimate uses of either government or uh, a regulation board. We don't. Mm. Ours isn't government based. Ours is uh, is private market. But you right. can get hit right. just the same, obviously, because right. Pepsi. Mm. Best example in the world funniest story i've ever heard and i can't i will never let it go okay (laughs) that stealth bomber is the best thing that ever happened 30 rock made fun of it i mean it's so so culturally iconic but yeah i think i think you know maintaining the 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 integrity of what people are told is important and so right i'm with them it's a lot of money but i'm with them i don't don't know about the, the value i don't know how how that stacks up against other Italian regulations for false advertising. Mm. Um, if it was well, like an Apple fine or if this is pretty normal, I don't know. Well, two things, Apple can afford it. One. True. And number two, for all of our viewers, all of our viewers and listeners, please be careful 
Don't put yes. them in the, mixed, in the water. Don't bathe with them. If you do, <laughs> wow. <laughs> but just be, be careful with your phones. And you can't charge your phone in the microwave. Exactly. <laughs> not a safety, not a safety tip. <laughs> All right. Other news this week. Speaking of the holiday season, Amazon says it just had its quote biggest holiday season to date as customers turned to the site it's not over all right <laughs> and so it's going going um shop out rather than mentioning out to visual stores and i'm doing online as well i'm not doing that i didn't do black friday did you oh i never do oh, i worked in retail for too long nope same here <laughs> same here i can't Ten, do it <laughs> nine black fridays at radio shack uh was enough Although it was funny because, you know, Radio Shack, the assets were purchased and mm -hmm. they've got their website back up and running and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, they posted on Facebook about their Black Friday specials. And my heart, I saw it. My heart jumped. I like panicked. I'm like, what? Oh, right. I don't have to be at the store at 3 a.m. Everything's fine. <laughs> four, I did four years for me for um, for Walmart and four years at, at Target. And uh, oh, Walmart people get hurt. Oh, they do. And then, and I'll give you real, real quick. We'll, and we'll get dump, we'll jump back in real quick. Um, so one, one Black Friday, it was my, um, my wife and I, and um, one of our co uh, coworkers and her husband drove, you know, drove to the store. This was, this was two thirty three eight, two thirty three o'clock in the morning. Okay. So the front of the doors, Scott, the, the it was packed, jam packed. So my wife and I um, got got out. You know, we're talking and we're like marveling, you know, like who and oh, just people are just like, there's some people, I mean, God bless people that go there. Why? I have no idea, but that's nuts. All right. So anyway, so we're, <laughs> so we're walk we're walking up to the front of the store. People start coming at us like, and, 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 and surrounded us. And we're like, guys, we work here. We showed up for badges. Which I should have. In hindsight, twenty twenty, we should have had our badges in our pocket <laughs> with our names on it. <laughs> so we said, "Guys, we we work here," and they're like, they're like grumbling, what have you, and you know. And I'm like, oh, they were really, they were ready to attack us. I mean, I was like, yeah. "Wow, we." I was like, and after that, like a couple years later, and then I went to Target. I'm like, I'm not doing retail ever again. I'm I'm now in. <laughs> I can't the, do it. The The only real example of that that I can remember um, is I think it was my second to last year. Um, I remember the store I was at, so it could have only been one of four years. Um, and it was during the height of netbooks. And we had this netbook for 99 bucks. Uh, Speaking of netbooks, there's a, there's, a, there's a new story about that a little bit later. Go ahead. Interesting. Mm -hmm. um, so... We had this netbook. Yeah, you know, they were averaging one ninety nine, two forty nine. This one was ninety nine bucks, and we had very few of them. And we literally had like a line of people outside. And as I got there, I'm like, "Oh, this ain't gonna be good. This is not gonna be a good morning." <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Uh, when we had the the Zoom, the what what most of us affectionately referred to as the poo box because it was a horrible brown color. Um, oh, that year was similar, but not quite the same. Uh, mm. But uh, it was 99 bucks instead of 199 or 249 or whatever. And uh, we had a line of people outside of our store, and that just didn't happen at Radio Shack. Mm. Uh, you know, 8, 10, 12 people 
pretty normal to have like a whole army of people outside of our door was insane and we ended up making them draw numbers <laughs> so we're like oh this, wow this is the only way we can do this fairly mm-hmm. we've only got four of them and there's 50 of you people so let's <laughs> so so here's a deck of cards we're gonna draw from the deck of cards and uh, then we will draw from another deck of cards and and until we're out of laptops it was the only way to do it and everybody else was like well what about everybody else like we're one of the biggest stores in the district and we have four best case scenario somebody else has two uh maybe distant plaza because nobody knows that store still exists (laughs) (laughs) but uh, Uh, it was bonkers the joys of and yeah i'm with you i i'm no longer in retail i was that was 20 plus years ago and Mm. oh never again if i had if i had if 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 things were different i still wouldn't do it <laughs> right all right in any event all right um so cnbc noted that um the company uh did not share actual sales figures for either black friday or cyber monday in a blog post the company revealed figures yeah uh revealed figures for independent sellers on its platform amazon says these sellers saw over saw over 4.8 billion dollars in sales through the two shopping days worldwide an increase of 60 percent over last year which which we all know i think i think part of the reason why because well you know because of other things going on in the world (laughs) wow Um, that's a huge increase yeah it is Absolutely. Um, now, Amazon uh, wrote in its blog post, quote, through Cyber Monday 2020 has been the largest holiday shopping season so far in our company's history, thanks to customers around the world. So good on That's Amazon. And, thanks to. and Jeff Bezos is getting richer and richer, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not thanks to customers around the world. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I think they're just blowing. I know. Well. I know. <laughs> Uh, when when somebody makes a statement that ridiculous i have to respond to it i can't leave that alone right it's not thanks to customers around the world it's thanks to fear around the world exactly very good thank you very different very different um they also said the company also says um customers bought quote more ring blank and Eero devices on amazon than during any previous holiday shopping weekend uh they also added that I'd like to know what their their Eero sales were for today, mm. um, because they had uh, on the treasure truck they had Eero devices like thirty percent off today. So it'd actually be I'd actually be curious to see uh, to see what their sales are on that one just for today. But they'll never release those numbers. The, the treasure truck's still around. Yeah, really. Uh, okay, because yeah. I I got like alerts from them with that about that for like I don't know like six months a year ago and i haven't heard things okay yeah i got i got a text this morning oh i'm in the show but uh kirk is apparently not right now he should be back in a second so uh so yeah uh the thing i got this morning while i wait for him to come back is that uh yeah 30 percent off the mesh uh system from the treasure truck for the euro pro so that was today. So I'd be curious to see what that number ends up looking like. Welcome back. I was uh, sorry. Talking. I was reading the text while you were gone. Sorry, uh, I was what I was. Uh, I was. I was apologizing to our list uh, for the listeners that are watching or listening. Excuse me. Um, and if you're watching live video, I apologize. I hit a button on my on my mouse 
and my let my my thumb hit the one side button and it knocked uh it knocked it out so i apologize so it happens so okay so go so you're reading the text and what happened i'm sorry yeah so i got i got the text this morning and it was uh 30 off it says uh whole home wi-fi with amazon eero pro treasure truck is hooking you up with 30 percent off a mesh network system now mm. so i would definitely be interested to see what today's numbers are compared to others mm-hmm. um on eero but they'll never release those right i think probably usually they'll probably announce their q4 figures probably not until as a January. bulk right not today in particular on one category which mm-hmm. i'd really love to see i'd love to see them compare black friday cyber monday and today on that product but they never will which mm-hmm. is okay yeah <laughs> right yeah. yeah um the company um also mentioned also adds that other top selling devices on black friday and cyber monday include its new echo dot and fire tv right. stick 4k which makes sense because they were doing a deal on the echo dot with a year of uh amazon music mm-hmm. yep and other top for sellers. the same price for the same price as just the device you can only uh, do it once okay. but they were basically giving you a year for free okay i have to because i got in. one nice okay <laughs> i have to look into that it was a it was a good price it was hard to pass up will i ever use the amazon music i don't mm. know but <laughs> no, you know what? I have a big, I'm a big, um, I have Amazon music. I love it. So um, they got a good selection of a good selection. Um, so I would recommend it. I've got, I've got my whole catalog in Spotify because it all came over from, from the old groove. So okay. it, there's no like import my catalog or anything, uh, okay. which makes transferring difficult. But well, uh, speaking of Spotify, that, well, speaking of Spotify, a, there's, Maybe that's a service that we should build, an ability to bring your catalog from one to the other. Well, speaking of Spotify, there is some news about Spotify a little bit later, too. So oh, you're bringing up, bringing up good things that were tied very nicely. I'm ready for this. <laughs> yep. See? There you go. See, we mesh we mesh, uh, mesh as well. Okay. Um, all right. So um, the Fire uh, Stick 4K makes sense because there were a lot of 4K TVs on sale. Uh, so 4K is finally hitting uh, the market in a way that matters. And I'm looking forward to getting a TV. And I told my wife that I want to get a TV and to get a fire TV stick because I'm telling you, I, I'm about ready to like, <laughs> I'm ready to like totally cut, literally cut the cord. But that's um, so. So you want this is kind of on topic. You mm. want to know what's really hard to find? A 32 inch 1080p television. I try. I'm trying. I'm still trying. I'm looking for the one. Search I, for this television was one of the hardest things I have ever done uh, because our regular our regular viewers may know that uh, in the middle of Roboticon, the screen that used to live here mm. died. Oh, gee. And I had to bring in one of our, uh, one of our computer monitors and it sat here on the desk. Oh, no. Uh, and that but nobody knew. It didn't look much different, um, mm. except that I could disappear behind it, which was a bit of a problem. I like being in front of it instead of behind it, but whatever. Uh, but searching for a TV to replace it, to go here, is one of the hardest things I've ever done in the tech field. All mm-hmm. the 32s are 720, except this right. one. This is the only one I found. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to find my mom, um, find a mom, my mom, because um, all they have now is um, smart TVs. So my mom um, is 
you know, I'm not, I'm not calling my mom old because I love my mom dearly. Um, but she doesn't want a smart TV. She doesn't want, you know, she's very old school and that's fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. She had, I went to Best Buy, Scott, I kid you not. I was lucky to find a 27 inch TV. Yeah. At all. And now you, good luck because there's no way you can find a TV. They'll have the, um, the ports, you, not the ports, but the, yeah, the ports, the kale ports, everything is between 37 up yeah so good luck trying to because i've been i'll try, i'll look yeah. i'll keep keep an eye out for you but man it's yeah. <laughs> holy this, hell crap i'm so glad i finally found this one though mm. that, because having the screen here was killing me uh mm. finding this thank goodness um because it's it's been killing me that there wasn't any of this in place but right. this is the hardest thing i've ever done in the tech space was finding yeah. a, this television which is so weird because it mm-hmm. used to be you could find 32 1080p's all day long yep um, and i paid more for this one than we did for the one that's sitting on the floor over there 12 years ago holy crap wow I yeah I'm I'm telling I'll keep an eye out for you but but I mean oh no yeah, I, I got it this is you, we're good oh this okay is, th- this is the this is the new screen it works beautifully it's way brighter than the other one which kills yeah. me uh <laughs> but right. whatever I understand <laughs> this is not made for me this is made for somebody to put in their bedroom I get that <laughs> yep <laughs> normal people want these screens to be bright I don't because if you're watching live look at the color of my face. It's right, not human. <laughs> so we were talking about changing the uh, the the logo and the and the background. So, but we'll yeah, so it's dark instead. <laughs> right, so we'll we'll discuss that. At, we'll discuss uh, that at another time. But but yeah, um, that all of those things make sense. Some of the other ones don't so mm-hmm. much. Um, a Revlon hair dryer, right? That's weird. Um, and who would and who would purchase or the the top seller being. A DNA uh, DNA test kit is is I know a couple people I know a couple people that are into it. God bless them. But is it really there? Is there really wanting no? I mean, that's going like skeleton some, in the closet about going in their some background. People, some people are super interested in this, and that's fine. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. The th- the thing to know about these, particularly twenty three and Me, is mm-hmm. that they sell the data they collect about you, including your DNA profile. Hard pass. So know that before you buy one of these. I would never do it. Mm-hmm. Uh 23andMe, Ancestry.com, both of them uh sell your genetic profile, uh, not necessarily to medical. Um, right. in fact, one of their biggest buyers is the CIA. Oh boy. So I knew about this all data, I didn't know it went to CIA. Okay, hard pass. Mm-hmm. Hard pass. Yeah, not interested. Yeah, Obviously, I'm, it's I'm not the that. CIA. It's mm-hmm. to one of those companies that the CIA shadow owns. Con- you know what I mean? Right, contracted. Yeah, I just don't. That not really, interested. I never realized that it was that the like you said, hair dryers and okay. <laughs> and Obama's book. What right. a weird Black Friday purchase! Right. Isn't that usually tech stuff? Obama's new book. <laughs> was right. it on sale? It was brand new. Was it on sale? Why not just buy it on a normal Tuesday? It's so Good. weird. I I <laughs> I have so many things that I can say right now, and I think we're, we'll talk about this. But we're going to go into a whole. We're going to Scott. We're going to go into. We're going to go into the rabbit hole, and yeah, and and I okay okay. Any new book that's not on sale. Fair yeah. enough. Good pivot. 
But good pivot. Good pivot. Because I don't necessarily care that it's Obama's book. I care that it's a brand new book that probably wasn't on sale. So right. why not just buy it on Tuesday? Why, why didn't you buy it when it came out? It's so weird that that would have been a Black Friday or a Cyber Monday top seller. It's so weird. I, Unless I, it came out that weekend. I think I, I'm pretty – I'm not going to the rabbit hole. But I think that maybe with this with this political season, I think that that has something to do with it. I think. I really do. I mean, I could read any other book, but I think being this a top seller, something tells me with the way this has been go- this political season going on, you know, and that book, you know, on one of the top sellers, and that's great. I think something tells me that. That's probably I had something to do with it. I think. I mean, again, I'm just <laughs> no. It's hold on. Uh, it's because uh, it came out the week before. That's why. Uh, okay. And okay. people were just buying it, buying it when they okay. were buying things from Amazon. I'm okay. that, that makes way more sense. It came okay. out on the 17th, and Black Friday was the 27th. Okay, I get it. That's okay. way less weird. I, okay. So it was probably one of the top sellers mm. on Tuesday as well. Mm-hmm. It's it's not that it was a Black Friday special. It's just that it was still popular. That's fine. okay. I'm fine with that. Okay. I thought it had been out for a couple of weeks at that point, not 10 days. Okay. I'm just, again, I'm just, it's, it's just, it's me. I mean, I totally see why the book sold well. Mm-hmm. I'm just, it's just weird to me that it would have been a top seller on that day. <laughs> right. That would <laughs> Right, that would make sense. That would make when sense. Okay. when you would expect TVs and Echo Dots and Fire Sticks to to mm-hmm. blow the numbers out of the water, that it couldn't have been in the top ten. <laughs> right, that's that's what's surprising. That it's usually you, such a tech day. But you, here we have a here we have a hair dryer. So you right. know what? <laughs> hey, 2020, expectations are out the window. <laughs> hey, twenty twenty has been weird, and you know you know what? The heck with it. This goes along with it. it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly all right speaking of weird speaking of weird and netbooks <laughs> notebook pc sales this is from a report coming from uh, on tuesday from idc notebook um, pc sales are expected to grow by a whopping at 26.4 percent during the fourth quarter the spike in sales due to the combination of two trends the these uh, traditional surge in holiday sales, as well as the increasing demand for laptops and even desktops during the pandemic, which is there's a, thir- uh, there's a third piece that's missing. It's been the uh, lack of availability over the last two quarters. Um, uh, supplies are starting to increase, mm. and so uh, your your plus uh, the new components are out, so new video cards and things like that. Uh, so you're going to see. An increase because new components, people want new things. Uh, there has been a higher demand than normal, and there's inventory now, mm-hmm. which there was not last quarter. A uh, little, little inside baseball. It's what my company does. I know that inventory has been lax um, from everybody. It's been hard to get a laptop from anybody, including Apple. Right? Nobody's got anything, and you can't even go to the big suppliers like like tech data or somebody like that they didn't have them either so (laughs) so supplies are opening up so that's that's kind of spike number three on there got it 
Okay. Well, speaking of that, when this is something we'll tie in because what Abram mentioned um, earlier in the, in the beginning um, about about something, I'll, we'll I'll get into that in a second. Um, the there's also um, uh, the um, I just lost my place here. Um, tablets are also expected to grow. Um, IDC is expecting 10% unit growth when 2020 as a whole is factored in. Thanks yeah. to largely to the Apple iPad. You mentioned you know, a lot of that. A lot of it because you couldn't get lap. It was hard for in uh, for enterprises to get laptops the last two quarters. So mm. a lot of companies have have done what they can with tablets. Um, uh, schools have purchased tablets, uh, iPads, and uh, and Windows tablets uh, for students. So yeah, it makes mm -hmm. sense. So uh, Ryan Reith, Program Vice President with IDC's Worldwide Mobile Device Trackers, said in a statement, quote, the momentum in the PC market has been impressive to say the least. Earlier this year, it seemed like this will be a six-month bump to the industry, but as we look at the supply chain pipeline, which you mentioned a second ago, um, into 2021, it's clear that the surge has more legs. Mm-hmm. The world migration to remote working and learning continues to drive demand. Wright also says, um, quote, the education backlog remains sensitive in many school districts around the world doing everything they can to secure inventory. At the same time, consumers seem to be buying, seem to be buying all range of notebook PCs from low entry level systems to high end gaming machines. And Abram, Abram mentioned something on your, on the, on F5 live, um, on Wednesday about that he's, um, in his area, his New York schools, mm -hmm. about donating to a um, to an organization called including including um, which I'm going to which I've been which I'm going to donate um, money. Um, it's really good. Um, it's a great charity to help kids, um, you know, get the the internet. They the not only internet support but also laptops. And I'm going to pull up the, the because because of the problem that I mentioned. Because mm -hmm. inventory on hardware has been so lax, uh, the problem has been that, you know, a school has just about exactly the right number of devices that they need for their students. Mm -hmm. And with, with you know, school, especially in New York, being entirely virtual, right. um, if you have a laptop that doesn't work, there's nothing the school can do about it because they right. don't have more. So because they can't get more because inventory has been impossible for enterprise, including schools, to get a hold of in any meaningful quantities. And so if you have a laptop from your school that doesn't work, they can't do anything about it. Hey, there's Tom Tudor. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> um, so so, yeah, it's been it's been real rough um, for for everybody. It's been rough for everybody uh, to get inventory. Uh schools included and so that this is this organization's helps so if you've got one of those laptops from the school that doesn't work and the school can't do anything about it right they can help yeah it's it's a great um and I, yeah it's it's called it's including you.org um and on the bottom um which i was working as i was working on our show um prep and everything um i was making because i'm listening to i was listening to the to scott um abrams uh, f5 live um I was listening to it, and um, as I was doing prep, and I'm like multitasking a little bit, so I made sure that I'm bookmarking the the GoFundMe. There's a GoFundMe page that you can go to, so definitely. And, if, um, and you know, if you're not in the New York area and you've got a computer that you want to donate or something, mm -hmm. there are organizations like this 
yeah. everywhere. Yeah, uh, we have in the Tampa area, we have eSmart Recycling, which is run by Tony Salvaggio, who is a fantastic person uh, to work with. He's been a program partner of ours for years. Um, and so, you know, if you've got a piece of equipment that you want to donate, hmm. find a local organization that's helping with the same uh, the the same problem because yeah. they're everywhere now new york is especially hard hit mm -hmm. it <laughs> um, is and yep. i would imagine california is having its problems too since california mm -hmm. on top of having incredibly strong lockdowns is also a bankrupt state uh you know they they're already in financial trouble so buying new computers was going to be a challenge plus the inventory issues they're probably in real trouble too so find your local organization just about everywhere has somebody. So if you've got hardware to donate, find your local groups. Yeah, uh, here, your your local maker spaces are probably a great place to start because they're going to be friends with the people who do this. Because mm -hmm. that's that's how I know Tony Salvaggio is because of Amrock. So okay. <laughs> if you find your local maker spaces, they'll know who to put you in contact with. Probably. Yeah, and here in um, here in New Jersey and in Hamilton area, where we're kind of in a nestled Philadelphia region, mm -hmm. New York is more further but in, in mm -hmm. the philadelphia area there's program there's a lot of programs that are available schools um, i i i donate um books and and if i have dvds i'll donate them to a local library as well um of course i donated a lot to todd because he's in has no internet <laughs> so i had to, so i had to like so i gathered all my dvd all my dvds and everything that i had to him <laughs> so but yeah definitely do that i mean exactly i know <laughs> so definitely this holiday season you know um it's you know there's a time of giving friends and family but definitely um you know it make your heart good to to support a charity you know or something yeah. or organization in your area all right yeah for sure uh, it's a it's a good time of year to do good in your community mm -hmm. yep all right. Other news this week. Um, YouTube revealed the top trending videos in the U.S. for the year. Without it, doing a YouTube, YouTube rewind. rewind. Yep. <laughs> they but they kind of did it anyway. Right. <laughs> so Dave Chappelle's um, late lead off with eight minutes and 46, eight minutes, 46, 46 seconds. We addressed the police brutality and violence against black Americans. Uh, followed by, and I was watching this, which is really funny. Let's see if I can pull it up. Uh, a video showing a vlogger designing a bird feeder with an obstacle course meant to keep thieving squirrels out. And I'm going to pull uh -huh. this up in less than, I'm going to pull this up in a second. And I'm going to, um, <laughs> this is like, I was cracking up when I saw this. There, There's one that I've seen that's pretty fantastic. Uh, it has a launcher, uh, like a little catapult. Okay. That if those if it's all about weight, if a squirrel gets on it, it uh it catapults them. <laughs> okay, there is there is an ad. Okay. Okay, so if you're watching the video um uh right now live, and if you don't, if you're listening on audio, it's um let me see if I can um that's that's so funny. I was absolutely I'm thinking wipeout. No, I'm gonna see if I can fast forward this real quick. I'm so glad that he made the same joke. Because it's absolutely an episode of Wipeout. <laughs> Let me see if I can pull this up. I'm gonna see if I can. Okay. Well. Oh. <laughs> right. Oh. oh my God! The angled steps from American Ninja Warrior. Right. 
This is this is ridiculous. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, this is um this got 50 million as of got 50 million views. <laughs> There we go. There's a catapult. <laughs> so um, I'm going to see if I can fast forward this because I was, I'm going to show you guys. Um, oh, where did it go? I'm going to see if I can pull it up here because it was funny where he was going. The squirrel was going to the squirrel was going to um, this one part. I'm going to see if I can pull it. This part right here where he's squirrels going to the to the. Um, OK, well, let me see if I can. This There's is a the squirrel. One. There's a squirrel. Okay, let me see if it'll go to it. And when you see it, this this is part like really cracked me up. So if you guys are watching the live video, there's two squirrels on the ground. I'm trying to do a play by play here. Um, sees the, uh, the right, go, climbs up to the uh, top, goes across a rope swing, a rope bridge, at, <laughs> or a bridge. Excuse me. Uh, having a little. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's almost falling off. He's climbing okay, up. He's gonna, he's gonna do it from underneath. And he, <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's like, bum bum bum. <laughs> so he's he gonna add the sound effects in for it. <laughs> Hi, Rick. And it's a little, little clever. Okay, this is a little launcher. Scares easily, and this is probably okay. So. I'm gonna see if I can. This is like really fast. You guys are watching on video or Frank is on terrifying. Yeah, you go. <laughs> there's Frank. So fat Gus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. Yeah. The content isn't even all that important. The no. editing and the actual production is so funny mm-hmm. that he's named he's named them all. Right. He's, attributed personalities to them mm. <laughs> okay this is ridiculous here comes nad all right so yeah, while this yeah, runs yeah uh, so what else have we got here we have snl's election debate parody mm-hmm. uh which is the third one uh let me go this thing on here we go okay Includes what's now the most viewed coming out video of all time, Nikki Tutorials. Don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. It's it's funny. I looked at this list earlier and I'm like, I don't know what's happening here. Yeah. Uh Jeffree Star, I've heard that name in regards to him. I don't know. Being a jerk. Uh <laughs> that's all I know. Some boycott against him. I don't know what it is. Mr. Beast's largest fireworks in the world. That's I've terrifying. That I've seen that one. <laughs> Dreams Minecraft speedrunner versus three hunters grand finale. Ricky Gervais monologue from the 2020 Golden Globes. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dude Perfect's quarantine stereotypes. That sounds funny. And of mm. course, some good news with John Krasinski, which right. is probably the only thing on that list that I've actually seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw Mr. Beast, um, Mrs. Beast, Mr. Beast's uh, thing, and I was trying it's to hard. pull up. It's hard to live in the YouTube world and then also watch content on it. Yeah, and I was trying to pull up, and I was trying to pull up the video without ads because I have YouTube Premium, but they're still showing ads. So, all right, never mind. Okay, fascinating. Yep. 
All right. Um, YouTube said in this announcement, um, quote, uh, in the U.S., the years, this year's top trending videos showed how creators quickly adapted to the unforeseen change challenges of 2020 while addressing the unique personal needs of their communities. So I don't know. Did it? You've got a stand up special, which sounds pretty normal. A maker video, which is pretty normal. Saturday Night Live, a breakup video, mm. uh, video games, Ricky Gervais. <laughs> for the most part it sounds like pretty traditional fare to me yeah um, with but john sure. krasinski being possibly the the exception to the rule but it all and, it all seems pretty pretty traditional youtube fare to me and viacom like, cbs uh bought it so bought bought that some good bought news what? some good news they bought oh. some good news <sighs> for like an extremely large amount of money <laughs> yep <laughs> all right other google news google play has announced their winners of its year-end awards including users and editors picks for the best apps movies tv shows and books disney plus um was the top app of the year for the users in the us with spongebob which is right which is uh, i don't totally believe that with spongebob crusty cook-off taking honors in the gaming category which to this day i know that existed <laughs> right um their user's favorite movie of the year is bad boy for bad boys for life and the user's choice award for book of the year went to if it bleeds by stephen king editors for the u.s version of google play had their say they opted for L luna a bedtime relaxation app as 2020's best sure which totally makes sense. Um, the legend, right? The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild inspired Genshin Impact was the Play Store's finest game of the year. Their top five movies are Bill and Ted Face the Music. I seen it. It was okay. Um, Just Mercy, Miss Juneteenth, Onward, and the Oscar-winning Parasite. Editors' book picks include A Promised Land by <laughs> by Barack Obama, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, solutions and other problems by Ali Brosh, and you had me at Ola uh, at by Alexis Daria. So we have Google Play now. Apple um, they revealed their winners of their App Store Best of 2020 awards. The company named an app and game for each of its core devices, along with an Apple Arcade title and a few apps that best exemplify this year's trend of helplessness. Unsurprisingly, uh, there was a focus on apps and games that reflected on our quarantine life. Um, Apple's iPhone picks were, speaking of tying in, <laughs> Wipeout. Wake uh, out. Wake yeah. out, excuse me. <laughs> wake out. But yeah, it's it's right there with Wipeout. It, it <laughs> absolutely makes, that's funny. <laughs> Exercise for busy people. busy people. So kind of the other side of the Luna app. Mm -hmm. Apple went the other way, right? Which makes sense because they've been promoting their watch. Yep. With the yeah. with the new features, mm -hmm. Does that makes sense. Yep. And then there's Genshin Impact again. Yep. All and right. So also, apparently that's something I need to check out. Mm -hmm. If both companies say it's the best game, definitely something to check out. All right. Well, I may have to look into it myself. Um, and also opted for Zoom and Legends of Runeterra on iPad. In its Mac choices are Fantastical and Disco Elysium. And for Apple Ooh. TV, it plumped for Disney Plus. Surprising. And Interesting. <laughs> and Dandra's Trials of Fear. Apple named Endel as its Apple Watch of Apple 
Apple Watch app of 2020. And it's I don't even Apple, know what it is. Right. And I don't even know what their Apple Arcade Pick sneaky stock sneaky stock squash. Um, the company noted there was a significant quote trend toward helplessness this year by developers. Um, these apps and games, and I just lost my place again. Um, uh, the so I'm looking at the link title, mm-hmm. just the URL for the link for Endel, mm-hmm. and it says AI powered lullaby. Don't even know what to do with that information. I I don't know. I'm not gonna. I think we. I'm gonna, if you want to add sound effects, add some cricket noises. <laughs> um, Apple said. That's as close as I can get. Thank you. All right. De- I'm definitely getting that roadcaster. Pra- um, <laughs> these apps and crickets. I think crickets was one of the ones that was built in, but I had to replace it for music. Oh, wah, wah. All right. Well, there, well, I'm going to ask you to add that in for me. All right. Um, these apps and games, Apple says, um, quote, proved to be essential for making life easier, healthier, and more connected this year. For the first time, the company made a physical award. It's sending to developers behind them. The award is made from recycled aluminum, and it features the App Store logo on one side and the winner's name on the other. That's pretty cool. So I guess they're I guess they're kind of like they're taking on Google, not Google Play, but I think they're kind of stealing YouTube uh, their YouTube with their awards for the um, for the how many how many creators they get or yeah subscribers oh, subscribers excuse me. Uh, okay. So, so this day. this AI thing, what was it called? Uh, I don't know. The lullaby thing <laughs> is from uh, Grimes, which is uh, uh, Elon Musk's wife, I believe. Uh, yeah, and it was she was seeking a better baby sleeping situation for her young son, whose name is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> It changed again. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, the did. Yeah, the baby's. I can't remember the name of it, but it changed again. Uh, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but yeah. So apparently, the app is actually called AI Lullaby. Okay. Um, and and yeah, it's got her voice and AI powered noises or some kind of nonsense. It sounds like something that would be fun to mess around with, but not for its intended purpose. Right. It sounds it sounds <laughs> it sounds scary and disturbing at the same time. Yeah. And from the watch, which makes it weirder. Exactly. Thank you. Because I can because <laughs> I can promise that her her baby is not wearing an Apple Watch. So how does this work? I'm fascinated. Cannot wait. Again. <laughs> Again. Can't wait. Oh, the memes! Just imagine. Oh, oh, I know, I know. You're good with. You're very versatile with meme. Oh, just imagine. Oh, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> yep, it's gonna be fun. I cannot wait to right. to see this thing in action because it sounds weird. And insert that sound effect again. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't want to blow my headphones off like I almost did last time. I turned it up too loud. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Other news. Other other news this week. Airbnb plans to price at forty four dollars to fifty dollars per share in its IPO, giving it the world's weirdest time for Airbnb to go public. 
<laughs> giving its valuation at up to $35 billion on a fully duly basis. This is coming from a new filing it submitted to the Securities and Exchange Commission on Tuesday. The company aims to raise about $2.5 billion in the initial public offering. Existing investors seek to sell the 96... 70, 75, 7.5% of the the stock will be public at that point. Sounds like which it. means that the current owners will still own the majority of the company. Important to know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, existing investors seek to, sec- seek to sell $96 million worth of stock in the IPO. It's not a lot. It's not. Um, Airbnb's last private valuation was $18 billion after raised $2 billion in debt earlier this year as the company struggled in early months of the pandemic. That was nearly half. Its, yeah. That was nearly <laughs> half its peak private valuation, $31 billion from 2017. Uh, the company will list on the NASDAQ under the ticker ABNB. It's expected to hold its IPO later this month, and Airbnb will make this pitch to investors that started on Tuesday. And I agree. Why would you want to? I guess because they're trying time- to raise two and a half billion dollars to keep the lights on because they just raised uh, two through debt mm. to try and keep going through the year. They're the company so has been go. in trouble for a while um, because. Uh, there's been all kinds of issues with fraud um, uh, on the platform and Airbnb refuses to do anything about it. They claim that they're cleaning it up, but they're not. Um, I watched a segment from a, a British TV show. Uh, it's done by a comedian, but that doesn't matter because it was real. Uh, he went and actually tracked down this guy who was listing some like famous actress's house mm. on Airbnb. Uh, that obviously was not an Airbnb. Um, and he actually tracked the guy down and like found his assistant was talking to him on speakerphone from the assistant's phone to the guy on like FaceTime in the middle of the street uh, of this guy who's got like 35 scam listings. And, mm-hmm. and you read about these things all the time where we're, you know, properties that aren't owned by these people by people are listed um and they try and you know do these sneaky things last second and you get to a place and it's not a thing (laughs) i mean it's airbnb is a mess right now um and on top of it people aren't traveling so their business is in trouble for so many reasons so i can see why they need to raise funds I don't know that this is the way to do it though. And that's what I was about to because this is the thing that the public sees. You know, once Facebook went public and their stock cut to like 40% within the first four or five hours, I mean that was a that was a mess. Um, and LinkedIn's IPO was so weird that in the end they ended up selling to Microsoft because their IPO went so weirdly. Um so, you know, when an IPO, it's it's a dangerous thing to try, even in good times. It's a dangerous thing to try because it becomes your public perception, right? Uh, not your actual brand. Uh, it can yeah. become your public perception if it goes poorly. Ask Twitter. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't. I agree. I wouldn't necessarily if you're looking to I wouldn't with everything with money for a lot of people are tight. And, you know, if you're looking to make money or invest, I would, you know, wait and. 
you know, wait a little bit to, uh, you know, yeah. to don't get to involved. In this, don't get involved in right. this IPO because the stock's going to, I mean, I'm not an investor. Mm. My, my recommendations are based on nothing. So mm -hmm. you don't, there's no need to listen to me, but my, Oh, I agree for me, my, the, so this is, this is my sec warning. I am not an investor. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Don't listen to me. But for me, the logic that I'm using to not get involved in this IPO is I feel like 44 to $50 a share is way high. Mm -hmm. And I feel yep. that a $35, $35 billion valuation today is probably about triple what reality would say. Mm -hmm. And the bubble's about to burst, and mm -hmm. I think Airbnb is going to pop it. Right. Yeah, and I agree. I'm not. I'm with you as well. I'm not an investor either, and don't take any financial advice from me either. Um, because, but um, I think that again, my whole thing is is that with money, again, people are struggling right now, and yeah, cannot even afford to even afford not necessarily a stock per se, per se, but even going to an Airbnb. Yeah, I would uh, right now. No, just just hold off and, and wait. Yeah, they've had trouble pivoting uh, mm -hmm. to something that would work while nobody's traveling. Um, they've tried right. these these like uh, uh, like local uh, and virtual uh, tour guide type things, kind of like that company we saw at at uh, at CES um, when you you were uh, you were my TD at the time. Uh, it was a it was a company that allowed for that had like uh, tour guides and stuff. Okay, I'm trying um, to think back. Okay. We we saw so many companies. Yeah, I'm I'm just like yeah, there was, um, there was a blur. And we blur. we saw we saw one at Collision last year too. Uh, that was something similar that that allows for uh, you know local tours and things like that. It's obviously not intended for for right. locals. It's to, intended for other people. But you know, Airbnb has tried to pivot that concept and right. and make it for locals and explore your local area. And there's things you didn't know about. And we saw something like that at Collision last year too. Um, and you know, it's an interesting pitch. Um, I like the idea if it's intended to be explore your local area. I kind of like that idea. Um, we used the one uh, from Collision when we were in Toronto um, because that's where it's based. <laughs> it doesn't do any good in Tampa because there's nothing here. Right. But, um, but you know, the idea is interesting, but nobody's even doing that right now. So, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. Yeah. It just seems like a weird time it to is. try this. I understand that they are way over leveraged. Um, and so they're looking for cash. I get it. But I don't know that risking risking the public perception of the company any further than it already is, is the way to do it. Yep. Well so. said, well said, well said. All right. In other news this week, um, do you need your help with your tech um, over on makeuse.com? The seven best laptops for kids are cheap and rugged. Speaking of laptops earlier, um, <laughs> um, there is the uh, MSI modern 15, the HP ProBook X360, the Acer Chromebook Spin 11, the Lenovo 300E, the Asus um, C22SA, uh, and the Asus VivoBook W202NA 
these mile numbers. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, it's one of the things that that Asus has always had trouble with has been their model numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when we sold them at Radio Shack, it was it was like which model am I looking for? And you go look in the, you write it down. Cause you're going to go in the back and you're going to look at boxes. They're all look the same. They're these weird mm-hmm. model numbers. And you're like, okay, well, it's a W two Oh two N a dash Y S O seven. No, that's not it. <laughs> right. And there's the Lenovo Lenovo N two N 22. So we'll have a link up in the show notes. You can check that out. Um, also on make um, the seven best cell phones for senior citizens. Um, I'm trying to get my mom's smartphone, but that's a long story. <laughs> um, there is the Nokia 220. There is the Uniwa. If I'm pronouncing this wrong, I apologize. Unlock senior cell phone. The TrackPhone Alcatel MyFlip Art Phone 3G Unlock Flip Phone. The Jitterbug Smart 2. I've had one of those in my hand recently. Um, it's actually a pretty impressive little device. Mm-hmm. It manages to it manages to be a smartphone without being one in like mm-hmm. a really impressive way. Okay. Okay. I'm kind of curious about how, how TrackPhone has been doing over the years. I've heard p- reports from people that I know, um, and I speak to uh, people, um, my customers I speak to um, tell me that uh, TrackPhone isn't that great. Um, it depends on the in the on the market you're in. The air- because sure. right. because different parts of the country, and I don't understand how this works, because if you travel, I don't understand how the handoffs work. But in different right. parts of the country, they're backed by different companies. Mm-hmm. Um, like here in the Tampa area, uh, at one point, they were uh, they were Verizon powered. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, uh, they started before Verizon uh, switched to LTE. So they were still CDMA. All of a sudden, they started shipping with SIM cards, which meant that they had switched to AT&T or T-Mobile. Right. we're like what oh, happened here and we went and we looked and absolutely they they were now backed by at&t which meant the coverage was completely different mm. um plus track phone oh it's so hard to to wrap your head around right. for most people i i like that the screen has a countdown until you have to buy more minutes mm-hmm. but oh. but also i've been hearing people not necessarily the um the the connecti- the connectivity, but as far as the quality of the phone itself is very shoddy at best. Oh, um, I went away for a second. It was my okay. turn to go away for a second. <laughs> um, I, the uh, with the um, not necessarily the the, the connections, um, hearing uh, yeah, the connection, but also people were telling me the the quality of the phone itself is, is shoddy. So I'm just oh, always curious. garbage. Yeah, so I'm just curious. Well, these are these ratings or the the picks are from make makeuser.com. So. <clears throat> So you're, and we'll have a link up in the show notes on that, so um, your mileage will vary. Um, now, lastly, um, in the do you need help with your tech? Scott and I were going to be working on our end of your show on um, December eighteenth, and we want to do we want to help our viewers and listeners out on what you need help with your tech on. Do you need help on? You know, ways to for storage space or cleaning or so we like to know what do you guys think. Um, ask your questions. Ask, ask qu- questions and we'll try and answer them. And yeah, absolutely through GNCweekly.com slash connect. 
um, through our Facebook page, Twitter. You can DM us. Uh, I'm at Kirk Corliss. Scott is at Triple T M A B O. Or you can leave a post. Uh, we'll, we'll put a post up um, in a day or two on our, our Facebook page, our Twitter page. Um, so any questions you have for us, we will do our best to answer them. Um, we'll have we'll still have some do you need help with your tech ways picks on, you know, best computers, laptops, cell phones, what have you. So give it let us know what give, let us know. We'll do our very best to do that, um, to hunt down your, your answer. And when we have our wrap-up show on December 18th, we'll have a special section, Do you need help with your tech? All of your questions will be answered. So, and we'll also um, post some things. Um, we'll Wait. post things on. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. You're fine. You're okay. fine. I was to say, we also want to know, um, what are the things that you do, uh, like spring cleaning tech type stuff? Like, what do you do um, to prepare for the next year in tech? Do you have, you know, do you do you do a disk defrag? Do you you know what kind of things do you do on a regular basis to start the new year on a on a clean, fresh, safe um, place? So definitely let us know on that too, because uh, because you know you'll be helping out others. We're going to put together a list of some of the things that you should look for and be careful of uh, always, but in particular. <laughs> Let's start 2021. Fresh. Right, right, exactly. And we'll post something and we'll post it. It'll be cross cross platforms. Mm -hmm. I'll put we'll put stuff on on gncweek.com under a special post under actually be a good idea to do a special page. Um I'm trying to think of what a special page would be for um we'll we'll talk about it. We'll yeah, we'll, we'll figure something out. Um so also like with well, speaking of CES, we'll um We'll have a special CS page, but as far as the, um, but as far as this, um, you know, help with, you know, 2021. Yeah, absolutely. Just, you know, gncweekly.com slash connect, ask questions away. No, we'll do our very best to answer them. But if there's also tips that you have for others, absolutely how to, if you're cleaning up space on your hard drive or cleaning equipment, you know, where the list goes is on, yeah. is endless. Do you open up your desktop and blow out the dust before the new year? What kind of spring cleaning tech stuff do you do? That's I, I do that. I have I have a couple of things that I do uh, at the end of every year. So we were talking about it. We're like, you know what? Let's let's all talk about the things we do with our tech going into the next year. So we want to yep. include our listeners too. Yep, and I'm going to include my list as well. Um, and I do blow. Um, do that too. <laughs> <laughs> Every day, actually, I'm so like freak, I get so freaked out. <laughs> All right, other news week. Speaking of Spotify, uh, we talked about earlier. Um, Spotify has revealed its top charts for the year for 2020. Bad Bunny, never heard of the, this group or name, um, is the most streamed artist on a platform globally, globally with 8.3 billion streams, followed by Dr Drake, Jay Blavin. Juice World and The Weekend, and I'm going to tell you something really funny in a second. In that order, Billie Eilish is the most popular female artist for his second straight year with Taylor Swift, Ariana, Ariana Grande, Dua Lipa, and Halsey rounding up top five. The Weekend's Blinding Lights is the most streamed song globally with almost 1.6 billion streams this year, while Bad Bunny's YHLQMDLG is a top album. 
amassing over 3.3 billion streams. Other popular albums in order of Global Run include The Weekends, After Hours, Post Malone's Hollywood's Bleeding, Harry Styles' Fine Line, and Dua Lipa's Future Nostalgia. When it comes to the rest of the top five singles, Dance Monkey by Tones and and I, the the box by Roddy Rich. I have I'm <laughs> I have no idea who these who these artists are except for yeah. maybe Grande, um, Taylor Swift, um, Roses in Eman remix by Eman Beck and Saint J H N and Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa uh, rounds up the list and. Uh, Spotify also noted that the company also noted trends for 2020. Uh, the service saw 1,400 plus increase, 1,400 percent increase in work from home theme, work from home theme playlist between April and May. Makes sense. So, so, was- <laughs> so Bad Bunny is not in English, which would explain uh, why neither of us recognized. Okay, um, and he's also interesting looking. Okay. In his profile picture on Spotify. Okay. <laughs> I know you had some, yeah, because I, okay, because again, I don't know who he is, but speaking of the weekend, this is funny. <laughs> my mom, <laughs> my mom didn't know what it was, the, the artist. Not only was it my wife and I were telling it was only one person. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, the weekend. Well, who would name themselves the weekend? And I was like, it's a long story. So, <laughs> yeah, as a complicated. Uh, it was funny. I was I was cracking up. I mean, my mom's in her late seventies, and God bless her. You know, I just <laughs> it was like the perplexed look on her face was like, oh my goodness. All right. In video streaming news, this is an HBO Max um, triple play. <laughs> First up, um, AMC Theater CEO Adam Aaron spoke on Thursday. They're not happy. No, they're not. They slammed, they're, they're slamming Warner Brothers' plans to release its 2021 movies, including Dune, The Suicide Squad, and The Matrix 4 on, on HBO Max the same day it'll hit cinemas. It's, and it's more than just that. Uh, There's more. It is all of their 2021 lineup. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, they're not. They're, he's not a happy puppy. No. Um, he says in a statement, um, "quote um, clearly, Warner Media intends to sacrifice a considerable portion of the profitability of its movie studio division and that of its production partners and filmmakers to subsidize HBO Max startup." As for AMC, I love that quote because it's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. As HBO Ray- Max is in trouble, and uh, Warner has figured out a way to try and prop it up. Mm-hmm. As for AMC, we will do all in our power to ensure that Warner does not do so at our expense. We will aggressively pursue economic terms that preserve our business. So good on them, but oof. yeah, because there, like, there's there's both unwritten and official relationships between the studios and the and the theaters. And technically, uh, Warner Brothers has to get permission to do this. Uh, they got permission for Wonder Woman in particular, specifically. Mm-hmm. They did not ask about any of the other movies. So it's possible that uh, that AMC will say, uh, we're not going to carry your films. Mm-hmm. Uh, which would be an even bigger hit to the company. Uh, or... Like he said, we'll we'll work out financial terms that benefit us, 
meaning that they're they may get rid of the um the down payment on the reels which would be a big thing mm. because it's depending on the film it can be anywhere between 250,000 to a million dollars just to acquire one of the reels holy crap yeah and then you uh, cross your fingers that it doesn't burn up in your projector because you don't get your deposit back <laughs> and that's why they're so protective mm. <laughs> because that's a lot of money to flush down the toilet yep so you know if they can if they can work out removing that or paying less for the the purchase on the on the reel or you know whatever uh they'll do it they're because they kind of hold all the cards right now right it's kind of all in their favor so it'll be interesting to see what comes of it all right and uh warm brothers 2020 films will be available to subscribers of the 15 dollar month um syrup HBO Max um, for one month after release. The company had made a deal with cinema chains to provide a large cut of ticket sales up to 60% in a one-off agreement for Wonder Woman 1984, which hits theaters and HBO Max on December 25th. Uh, at Ms. Aaron says, quote, or excuse me, he's, uh, Amazon has started, quote, an immediate and urgent dialogue with the leadership of Warner on this subject. And something tells me it's going to be a huge battle. Yes, it is because we saw we saw them take a stand against Universal already, and Universal backed down. Mm -hmm. So, I they took on Universal, and Universal backed down. Universal's got all the all the swag right now because you know it's it's Universal, it's Comcast, it's they've got all the money, they've got all the power. You know, Universal's not hurting for nothing. Uh, you know, they're not they're not like shifting around owners like like fox there's everything's good over it over at comcast and they backed down mm -hmm. and warner's in trouble there's no way they don't back down from this no that's why again that's what i'm saying it's gonna be it's gonna be a huge fight so we're definitely yeah. gonna keep it we're definitely gonna keep an eye on this um speaking of if you wanted to see wonder woman 1984 for free um by signing up for an hbo max trial too bad um this they're smarter than you <laughs> As of this week, the um, HBO Max is no longer offering a free one-week sign-up period to subscribers. Warner Media, which operates HBO Max for parent AT&T, told CNET that's merely following the lead of Netflix and Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. um, they had pulled their plug on their trials, uh, free trials early in the year. And in Disney's case, um, it's so ahead of the July third premiere of Hamilton. Um, a spokesperson for the company told and, and Netflix did it because it just didn't need it anymore. Mm -hmm. Everybody's subscribed. We got it. You're not. No, nobody's trying to figure out if they want Netflix. You do or you don't. Right. <laughs> I think everybody that I know, you and everybody that I that we know has Netflix. So and you know, Avram and I talk about it all the time. He even said it on this week's show. He's like, you know, I every month I think. Ah, and then uh, this morning at 3 a.m., season four of Big Mouth premiered. And you're like, well, there goes that idea. Because <laughs> that's what I'm doing tonight mm -hmm. after this show. <laughs> I'm going to go watch all of season four of Big Mouth. 
Yeah, and I'm catching. I'm still catching up on everything on Netflix. So you know, so so I'll definitely up to do that as well. Um, a spokesperson for the company told CNET, "Quote: We frequently update and iterate our offers to provide flexible ways for potential subscribers to access all the HBO Max has to offer." Um, HBO, I'm sorry, uh, CNET reached out to the company for more comment information, and as of this recording, nothing has been updated. Yeah. And what that statement means is the same as what Disney did. Mm-hmm. We have a big thing that's going to draw people to our platform. We're not giving it to you for free. Back off. Mm-hmm. Yep. Your, your free lot, free ride is over. Yep. We're not, giving and... you Ham- we're not giving you Hamilton for free. We're not, we're not giving you a, a Mandalorian for free mm-hmm. from Disney. And HBO's like, Wonder Woman is all ours. This is the thing that's going to get somebody to pay for the service and finally try it out. <laughs> yep. So, no, that's our draw, not a free week. And it makes sense. You know, yeah. sometimes you need to trick people into trying something, right? There's free trials have been a longstanding tradition uh, for platforms that are products, services, things like that, that are maybe interesting to you mm-hmm. and, and got- the, the best example of it is peacock they literally have a whole tier that is your free trial yeah. uh, they've they've i think they've struck the best balance uh having having some of the content available for free with ads and then some of the content is behind the paywall i think that's a pretty clever scenario because yeah. they can make some money on ads for people who wouldn't subscribe normally but then they can make you know, real regular revenue. So, you know, HBO Max could do the same thing. You know, the old uh, licensed stuff that's, you know, been around for 20, 30 years, Mm -hmm. that can all go on a free tier or a cheap tier that's ad supported. But the real stuff, Wonder Woman, uh, uh, DC, that stuff goes behind the paywall. Mm -hmm. And I think that would work real well for them. I I think Peacock has set a precedent Mm -hmm that more of these companies need to follow because I think it's a good model. Now, I don't know what their numbers look like. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, and I, but I'll tell you, it. I'll tell you, I am not interested in spending extra money to have watched, to have rewatched sliders, mm. but I did it for free uh, with ads and I was perfectly okay with that. Okay. So I wouldn't pay for Peacock. But they got some money out of me out of ads. So, you know, better than going and torrenting the show that I want to watch because it's not available anywhere, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, for me, for Amazon, for me with Amazon Video, I got um, I got Prime, but I was intrigued with, with, um, with the video. And then I saw that there's a lot of stuff. stuff. Exactly. Right, and also I was intrigued that I can have, um, I can have CBS All Access, and I'm like, oh, this is great! And everything, you know, I can go right to Amazon. So I was literally bought in. I was bought in initially with the free trial, the free trial. I was bought in with a selection, and then it added on everything else. I'm like, sold, mm-hmm. sold. And you know, talking about free trials, you know, through through uh, our deal with Amazon. They offer a, a 30 day, a 30 day prime trial, which is insane, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, Netflix's was 14 days. Uh, HBO Max was seven. Disney was seven. Yep. 
and Amazon gives thirty, and that's with the shipping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a big believer of Amazon Prime. So I mean, mm-hmm. I'm a big. Me I, it's it's the greatest thing in the world, and and I'm doing a and, lot of chopping you know, water. And I'm I'm not going to lie. I think that the and yes, uh, Amazon is a sponsor of my show. Don't care. I'm going to say it. Walmart Plus is uh, is throwing throwing their hat in the ring. I think I they're that. offering. I think they're offering a lot with that. Yep. Um, and if they don't sell Voodoo and figure out how to how to essentially turn Voodoo into their Prime Video mm-hmm. and include it as part of Walmart Plus, I think I think uh, Amazon will have a legitimate battle on their hands, mm-hmm. which is good because, as I always say, competition uh is good for every market doesn't matter what it is yeah the the less competition you have the less innovation and the yep. less uh uh reason to offer competitive prices mm-hmm. yep agreed uh so watch amazon prime's price go up and up and up and up over a couple of years because nobody was competing with them and now walmart's saying we're here let's compete let's do this no, I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna. La- they're gonna last. And also, speaking of rising, raising prices, Netflix jumped up for me to um, seventeen dollars. Which uh, my daughter didn't want it. You know, my wife. I would, but I'm just like, oh, uh, there's so many good stuff on there, and I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, I know. I'm not a happy. I know. Puppy. I know. Not a happy I, puppy. If uh, honest to God, if if Hulu would do the the three episode pause um the way that netflix does and i know most people are annoyed by the are you still watching but it's what allows my video to turn off at night when i'm going to sleep Mm. (laughs) so if hulu wouldn't just play for weeks before (laughs) before it stalled out Mm -hmm. um then netflix would have a have a bit of a run on price for me but Mm -hmm. Nobody else does that three episode. Are you still watching? So that my, so my video will turn off in the middle of the night after I've gone to sleep. And so here we sit as Netflix being my going to bed. Okay. Service. (laughs) Although like, like Avram said, you know, you turn around. Oh, the umbrella Academy is back. Oh, stranger things is back. Oh, big mouth came back this morning. Damn it. I can't get rid of it. It's pulling you in. It's pulling you in. Yeah. yeah. They've got their release schedule figured out for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. And lastly, to round up the triple threat with HBO Max, why not um, find out what's going on on HBO Max in December 2020? And there is Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. <laughs> Besides Wonder Woman. Because I don't think anything else matters. All right. So today, right. <laughs> exactly. Right. All right. So we're gonna. I'm gonna scroll down. If you're listening, where I'm scrolling down. So today is December fourth. So we're gonna go down to what's playing tomorrow. If you're listening later, then you can listen back. <laughs> so December sixth. Um, for you, for you special. I have no idea what these. What? Oh, there is docu century. I apologize. That one's called Alabama Snake. I don't know what that is, but that's a funny name. Okay. <laughs> um, there is, let's see, one, two. Hot Dog. H-A-U-T-E, Hot Dog. House of Ho. Oh, <laughs> okay. Right. Oh, hot, okay. How, 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 how of Ho? Like... <laughs> 
At first, I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, that's that does not say Venmo season finale. Okay, no, it does not. No, B E N E M O. <laughs> All right. Um, material on December 11th. Once again, I mean, they're just absolutely nailing it. They don't have a single thing that I could even pretend to care about. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really. Yeah. I'm so impressed with HBO Max's programming because mm-hmm. honest to God, we have never done this. We've never scrolled through this list and gone, well, that's the one. <laughs> right, right. Right. There's never been anything where I'm like, well, you know what? I'd really like to see that. I'm, I, I'm not, I have to agree December, with you. December 23rd. Squish. What? <laughs> oh, the West Wing. I mean, yes, I'm a huge Aaron Sorkin fan. Yeah, that that. I lo- I love that series. Twenty year old Aaron Sorkin show is not going to be the thing that gets me to sign up for. I think HBO I've Max it. though. Right. I, th- I think I've seen it more times than I can count, but I, it's a great series. So. It's not my favorite of his series, mm. but I love them all. So it's yeah. hard to say. Yeah. All right. Independence Day. How is it an extent? How is it an extended version? How many times are you going to remaster it, the movie or <laughs> how many times can they? That's the question. But right. They'll keep doing it and right. tricking people into thinking it matters. Right. <laughs> Right. Oh my God! Literally nothing. Uh, it's oh okay. The new Conan show. Uh, the end of the month. I don't particularly like him, but he's actually been kind of funny lately. That's yeah, gonna. That's his kind of replacement series. Yeah, from T- when he's leaving from TBS. Yeah, I'm surprised that TBS didn't have a better contract with him though. I know. I thought he would be on there. Thought he'll be on there longer. I'm not gonna lie. I thought that there would be a blackout period, but there's nothing. He after NBC, there's no way he'd ever sign a contract with the blackout period again. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Especially okay. not for basic cable. Right. <laughs> well, he's... Although I did see a segment recently uh, that Facebook played for me that was really funny. He and Billy Eichner signed up for a grinder account for him. <laughs> Using his actual photos. Oh, oh my god it was so much fun it was so funny to watch and this is and i think i enjoyed it because it was billy eichner because i find him funny and mm-hmm. not so much conan but that's okay it was a funny segment anyway that's not what we're talking about all right moving on <laughs> i think we're going to talk about food we're going to food in a little bit oh we got more Unless we got um well do you want to well screw it we're gonna um i'm gonna edit this out take this out because we're gonna get <laughs> <laughs> because we're running a little yeah we're we're, yeah. Having, we're running a little long so we're just gonna i'm gonna take this out give me a couple three seconds okay all right I and what you took out um it's uh discovery story um which i'll i'll tell you about that later it's okay. um it's a little we're going long so but i'll but there's a th- there's a piece of it that i'll tell you about okay uh, we get that we get off the air all right and finally who remembers the McRib? Everybody, because it comes around every eight months. 
<laughs> well, it's coming back. It came back on Wednesday. Um, but before they decide to bring back the arrival, which McDonald has said, this is, quote, the, <laughs> the sauciest moment of the year. <laughs> They're giving away one, excuse me, 10,000 free sandwiches to hungry fans with its, quote, shave number four McRib sweepstakes. <laughs> McDonald's said in a news release on Monday, quote, beard or no beard, prepare for McRib with a shave or even a facial mask because anyone can participate from your brother to your mother, sister-in-law, or cousin's roommate. I don't know if it's still going on, but if you want to go on your Twitter account, um, you can post picture of your cleanly shaved or baby face using the hashtag the the hashtag or Instagram, excuse me, using the hashtag shave number four McRib sweet steaks and tag at McDonald's on it. The first ten thousand entries will receive a code for a free McRib through McDelivery with Uber Eats while supplies last. Uh, Interesting, <laughs> because my local McDonald's actually has on their sign that uh, the McRibs are not available who delivery. Okay, so that's actually fascinating. Yeah, <laughs> it says uh, 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 pick up or takeout only on their sign. Hmm. So maybe this is the only way to get them delivered. I don't know. Side note: that was just an interesting. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this last quote here is killing me, though. I want you to read that. <laughs> You ready? Go ahead. Okay. Our bearded fans know facial hair and the McRib just don't mix. Believe me, I've tried. Uh, David Tovar, McDonald's vice president of U.S. communications, said in a statement, with the nationwide return of the McRib, we're helping fans enjoy every delectable moment by encouraging them to shave for a chance to win a free McRib. Now, okay. I, yes, barbecue sauce and beards are not not a world class combination, mm-hmm. unless you're saving some for later. But <laughs> I do like that this is in partnership with uh, No Shave November, and now that it's the beginning of December, um, it gets it gets uh, more awareness to the to the organization that uh, backs cancer research. So that's a that, I mean, that's a cool partnership for McDonald's. And that's sure. one of the things that they've really kind of gotten into lately is, is working with, with yep. nonprofits. So I think that's yep. a, I think that's a cool promotion yes. in, in partnership with a really good cause. So yep. good and on them. That, yep. Good on them. That's why when to bring back food and over the past couple of weeks, it's been a little stagnant. So why not? <laughs> And it's McDonald's again, again. which is fascinating. Exactly. Yes, exactly. We talked about and about that keep happening (laughs) because they're a weird company. You got it. You got it. You got it. All right. So, yeah, that was uh, if you didn't listen and listen back, I think three episodes, I think. Um, So listen back on that episode. I can't I don't know what the episode number is off the top of my head, Um, but um yeah, so listen back once because it was a funny, it was a funny episode. So it was a funny, um, and finally, um, segment. <laughs> so, <laughs> so just just for just to let everybody know, uh, it ended on twelve two. Okay, 
So that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, it happened this past week. So yeah. So when I was pulling the uh, pulling the story. So yeah. So unfortunately, if you're it's over, but that's it, a great. It's it's such a funny story. Um, mm-hmm. I do love that on their Twitter they've taken the picture of the monolith, mm-hmm. um, the one from Utah, and they have turned it into a McDonald's drive-through win- uh, speaker box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh, wonderful. Yeah. It's got the little screen on it and everything. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! Wonderful. Uh, good on them. Good on them. All right. With that, that is the tech news for this week for Friday, December 4th, 2020. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. Show notes from this episode can be found at gncweekly.com. Also, be sure to check out the latest tech news and commentary from geeknewscentral.com. And be sure to tune in Mondays and Thursday evenings at geeknewscentral.com slash live for the Geek News Central podcast. And then be sure to tune in, watch at gncweekly.com slash live Friday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So please be sure to like and subscribe to the GNC WIR channel on YouTube. Also, make sure to click on the bell and always for notifications so you'll not miss next episode. Or be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to tune in with Scott and Abram Pelch on FI Refreshing Technology Sunday evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern at f5live.tv slash join us. Comments on this episode and again um, on our duty help with your tech segment. Um, let us know your tips, your advice. If you have any questions on how to improve yourself with the new year in 2021, we would love to hear from them. Um, head on over to gncweekly.com slash connect and connect via um, email, Twitter, or Facebook. I am on Twitter. I am at Kirk Corliss. Scott is on Twitter at triple T M A B O till the next episode of GNC week in review. So long. Ciao.